Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is Aaron. And um yeah, welcome back. Uh yeah, our uh I will soon be having my podcast on YouTube. Only short clips of it though. And there'll probably be some animations with it, you know, to make it kind of fun. Um so yeah, go check that out. It will be out coming out soon. Uh, also, it's on our podcast. It's now on Podvine, as you already know. If you've seen our other past episodes, this is the continuation of the same story, Tale of Melosius. Uh, this is the story, the origin story of Melosius, and how he became friends with Little Timmy, and how they, the story of how Little Timmy and Melosius rule over and become the supreme overlords of the of the of the universe. And basically take over many planets. If you listen to last episode, episode 19, then you would know that um, Melosius and little Timmy took over that planet, uh, this random planet. But that was long, long in the future. And that was just a little fun thing that I wanted to add to that last story from that episode. Anyways. And yes, the baby dragons. Um, Preston is with them right now. So, I don't have to deal with them right now. They're all hatched, and they're all doing quite fine. Um, so, yeah, that's just a little update. Um, anyways, so, yeah, let's get into it. So, yeah, it's just gonna be me this episode, like every other Tale of Malicious episode. So, yeah, let's just continue from where we were. Please give this a five-star rating. And then again, top, top, uh, downloader, that they get a shout-out. Uh, thank you, Boardman, for being top one, yeah, top one, you have, like, um, 30, uh, uh, above 30 downloads, and in total, we have 150 downloads in total, so thank you, everyone who has been downloading my episodes, and thank you for the six followers I have that are consistently watching my videos, that's the estimate of people consistently watching, so those are my consistent listeners, thank you very much, so yeah, anyways, let's get into it. So, if we continue from last episode, little Timmy was being dragged into the darkness by the, uh, the alive tree. Like, the, this was like a hive mind. This whole planet was all binded together, just like living as one, one organism. A bunch of trees and vines, it was all together as one brain. And it pulled him and stabbed him, like I said, and destroyed him almost. And eventually, Melosius, he just bursted and ran to, ran to go find little Timmy. He ran into the forest, and he dodged many, uh, like, vines and twigs that were coming and trying to stab at him. And almost, like, lodge into his chest, but he, like, jumps and runs right past them. And kind of, and they kind of slice at him, and they kind of skim at him. So he has a few little scratches and cuts on his arms and legs. And some on his head. So he's he's getting pretty beaten up until he trips on one vine, and when he trips, he falls on his face, and then Melosius is knocked out cold, and then he wakes up in pain, extreme pain. He's strung up in a bunch of a bunch of twigs. They're all like holding him tight, and they're stabbed into his chest. Like, a bunch of them. So, he's bleeding. Like, his whole torso is bleeding, basically. So, he is in a lot of pain. I'll just say that. 
and he's kind of strung up, and he's looking down, but so is, so he's, and he's also hung over, so his head is, so blood is going, running down to his head, because he's flipped over, so he's not feeling, he's feeling very drowsy, and not good whatsoever, and he's looking around very drowsily and tired, Melosius is, and he looks to his left, and he sees little Timmy, he's strung up against, um, a tree, and he's also stabbed, and coiled up around the tree, and the tree, all of the, like, there's a bunch of vines that are kind of moving around through the floor and kind of scanning the floor. And then, they see in the distance, as Melosius' vision is starting to fade away again, as he's slowly dying because of having the blood rushing to his head and, and like, blood loss. He's just looking very drowsily, and his vision is fading as he sees... This little, bl this blurry blue type figure running through the forest and jumping and dodging vines. And then it goes black. And he wakes up with a bunch of bandages and, and then he looks around and he sees this girl that was like blue toned pulling out these twigs from his legs, just like pulling them out. Like super long twigs that were stuck in his like bottom of his ankle, just kind of just pulling him out and, like, bandaging it up afterwards, and then also cleaning the wounds as well, and she was stopping the bleeding as best as she could, and she had, like, a buzz haircut and was blue-toned, and then she pulled out this jar, and it was glowing brightly, and she opened it up, and a bunch of these little fireflies came out and landed onto Melosius' chest, and it started, and they started, like, running across his skin and face, and it started to literally heal his scars. And then this ran, this foreign lady spe speak in this other language, which I will translate, and she, what she was basically saying, actually she was saying this in English, she was saying, you'll be okay. And she walked off, but then Melosius, he was kind of choking on his words because he's still trying to get air, and he was like, <coughs> where's my, <coughs> my friend? And then she turned back and she was like, you had a friend. And she was like, yeah, I had a friend. I mean, he was coiled up down below me against another tree. And she was like, I didn't see another friend. And then he was, uh, Melosius was getting startled at this point. So he kind of jumped up and he was completely healed now. But then the girl was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta pay me for healing you. You owe me debt. And Melosius was like, I don't owe you anything. So he shoves her to, uh, to the, against the wall and just runs out. And this girl was not happy. She was ticked. So what she did, she grabbed a full spear and just threw it into Melosius' back, which just knocked him over. And was a very sharp pain in the back. So he just fell over flat on his face. And then. The reason why this girl wasn't scared to hurt him. Like immensely. Was because she had these like healing fireflies. That she could just put on him and instantly heal him. So she will just make sure. And damage him as much as he wants to. And then just heal, her, heal, heal him back. Again. She can do it as many times as she wants. It doesn't matter. And then. As he's impaled by the spear. He just, she just drags him along. And throws him back in and put, pours the flies back onto him and it heals him up again. 
And then she was like, if you ever go there, if you ever leave this hut again without paying me, there will be consequences. And I won't heal you. So this knew that, and this made Milosius know that he, he did not have the power. But he did try one more thing. He jumped with his hand and almost tried to grab at her face. And a few of her, like, strings of her face almost tethered to his hand. But then she just grabbed a knife and, and severed her, his hand. But then... Yeah, severed his hand. And then she just banded... She just kind of knocked him out to the side and was like... That's what you get. But then she pours the bugs onto him again to heal up, and his hand literally just grows back. Just pop, pop, poofs back up. And she was like, you really thought I was really going to die and make you die like that? I mean, I'm not that mad. And Melissa just looks at her, her and just like, like, confuzzlement, like, yeah, you're, you're crazy. Like, you're not okay. And also, Melosius, he's intelligent now and all that, because like I said, last, like, a few episodes ago, it fast-forwarded really far after they captured that one ship. It fast-forwarded really far with little Timmy and Melosius knowing each other really well and becoming really good friends. And they're now, like, really collected and good friends. And they're working together to take over the universe, basically. And then... While they were talking, the, the, now coming back to the story, the lady was talking to him some more, but then she was broken up as she heard something behind her, and she pulled out her hunting knife. She had, like, a few hunting knives, like, latched to her belt, so she pulled it out, and she had an angered face, and just threw it hard, sharp, fast instincts, straight into the target, but then it was little Timmy. So it just kind of jolted, the knife jolted into his chest, and he fell over. And then she was like, and then Melissa was ticked now. He's like, that's my friend. You don't just do that. And then uh, the girl was just like, oh, I, I'm sorry. And she pours the ladybug stuff again, the glowing bugs. And it goes and heals him up again. It was like, another time he was not having He was like, you just stabbed me, and now you healed me. But I guess it's okay now. And Melissa was like, she wants us to pay her, but we don't have anything. But then, but then little Timmy was like, yes, we do. But then, but then the girl interrupted them and was like, actually, you do. And pointed in the sky. And in the distance, there was their ship that they had in their camp. All the way back there. She was like, I want that ship. And I'll be on my way and I will explore the world. And you guys will be stuck here. That is your payment for saving your life. But then... No, they were not going to let that happen. These were the supreme leaders of the Overlord. They were not going to do that. They were going to literally rule over the universe. That was their plan. They're not letting some random lady take their ship. So they were like, You really think we're going to just let you go off and take our ship? No. This is our ship. But then little Timmy was like, Wait, wait, wait. What if we just use my collar? My location sensor and it will literally call a ship to us a random ship will come to our location eventually and want war of some sort or will literally come and we take the ship we'll just take that ship and then they can have and she can have that ship and we can be both on all of our ways 
really though, little Timmy wasn't really thinking about this. This was just so the girl would agree, and she did. But really, what little Timmy was thinking was, they would take both ships and lie to her face and kick her off at the end, back to the island, and they would fly off. See, this is when little Timmy and Melosius, they start to be corrupt. Because they're going to be supreme overlords. They don't care about anyone else. They are going to be the rulers. Little Timmy has always been evil. But Melosius, he isn't that bad. So he's going to start falling and be corrupted eventually by little Timmy. And this was the start of it. This was the corrupting era. era when they started collecting many planets. Because they did call another ship. And it was this snake-like ship that just came in out of nowhere. And it, like, kind of slithered in the air. And then, Timmy was like, that's our ship, let's take it down. So, Melosius and little Timmy, they did their business, they got inside, and there were people with, like, snake heads, and they, like, sis, like, slithered at them. And they gra- and they had, oh, they all had, like, battle axes, and they started swinging at them, and they were, and now they were all inside the slithering ship. As normal, Melosius was just, like, grabbing their heads and going, whee, and, like, kind of throwing them around. Little Timmy was using his gadgets to have fun with them and just destroy them all. And they started playing some music and just kind of just... You know? So, yeah. That happened. And... Yeah. Eventually, they they just dumped all the snake remains of the snake people out of the ship. Because, uh... They did a lot of damage. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So they eventually poured all of those out, and then they got inside the ship, and they cleaned it up a little bit to make it nice and shiny, because there was a lot of snake blood. Anyways, so yeah, then they cleaned it up, and they got it in, and they are like, well, we got rid of those snake people, let's take over this ship. And then, they landed it somehow, they like slithered it to the ground, which cut a bunch of trees in half, and made this flare, like this, like this brain, like this planet that was all like, um... Like, one brain ticked because they got damaged. So then it got really scared and angry. And roots from the center of the of that planet just uprooted. A big spike of, of roots just, like, bursted. And started going around and swerving around. And one stabbed straight into their old ship. And started, like, grabbing around it and, like, tugging at it. And then eventually it just blew up their old ship. And now the only ship remaining was the Slithering ship, which made the girl, the blue lady, angry. And she was like, you better call another ship right now. And little Timmy was like, oh, that wasn't the plan. I really, you see, I really wasn't going to give you ship at all. So all of their plans were kind of unraveling. Little Timmy was getting ticked now. And all he wanted to just get on the ship and leave because of this planet was getting infuriated. So then, eventually... They were in a big, like, fight, and eventually, they started pulling out weapons, and Melosius was like, what if we just let her join our team? And then little Timmy was like, no, two is enough. And he pulled out his grapple knife, and he threw it straight at her, but then she, like, she pulled out her, like, her hunting knife and started, like, like, whacking the knife, so it, like, stabbed into another, like, stone, and then she was like, <laughs> you really think you can win, don't you? And she started running towards them with her hunting knife and started doing some crazy battles, like some crazy fight. 
like a crazy, like crazy. She swung the knife very fast, like very fast. Like you couldn't see her arm. Like she started like swinging in many directions and started cutting and slicing at little Timmy, making a lot of uh, gashes and cuts. But eventually he was able to hold her fist still. And Melosius was able to jump from behind and pull her back down, like pull her to the ground. And have her face plant onto the floor. And then there was a bunch of roots like coming towards them. So then they like grabbed her and it kind of made her kneel down. And they, they like had her like they held her down. And the roots literally came, wrapped around her and just pulled her straight up. Like super high up and then super fast straight down into the ground. And the blue lady was never seen again. The only other like population of that planet besides the the living roots and then they're like well now we got that taken care of let's get out of this planet before it trails us so now all the plant the all the roots are sensing them now because if you're stepping on the floor that is them like that they feel it so they start uprooting from the ground or like and they start like chasing after them so they're running and it's like some of them swerving around and eventually one grabs onto melosius and grabs super hard around his ankle and drags him far down. And then little Timmy just looked at him and just stood still. And Moses was kept on dragging down. Kept on being dragged. And little Timmy did nothing. He just kept on running for the ship. And then, eventually Melosius just went out black and woke up. Surrounded by a bunch of random blue people. There was more population than they thought. And he woke up and he was like, huh, where am I now? And then he just got around and he like looked around at them. And there was way more blue people. Way more. It's like Avatar, bro. Oh my gosh. And then they just like kept on looking at him. And he was like, okay, get me out of here. Um, I don't really want this. <laughs> so he just kind of shoves him around and he he was about to walk because it was just this open like small little hut he's about to walk out but then he noticed that they were in the sky yes the sky the only safe place was the sky because the planet couldn't feel you if you were just in the sky you had to be like on its turf on its like like ground on ground because then it wouldn't feel you the air it's just air it's oxygen so they're just like looking at him he's just like ah so he gets really frightened he's like ah! And he just kind of steps back and falls back. And then they kind of catch him. And they're like. And then, they're, and then they ask him a question. And he's like. Do you know where so and so is? And it was that same lady. Who was pulled and slammed down into the ground. Very brutal death. And they're like, and he was like. Uh, yeah I don't really know about her. And see these people. They were very talented. Knowing if they were lying or not. So they knew he was lying. And then one of them pulled out a straight up switchblade. And was like. Okay, if you don't tell us now the truth, then you'll be in a lot of pain. And we won't be giving you any fireflies. And they just thought that he knew what these were since he's been on the planet. So they just... And he did know what they were since he's been healing them. So he was like, oh yeah, those weird light things that healed me. Yeah. And then, so yeah, he just knew that. Oh, okay. We can just kick you off this hut very hard and you'll be gone. You'll be falling down. And you'll never be seen again. So, did you see her or not? Melosius eventually, right about he was about to answer, he just grabbed her wrist and just threw her down and grabbed onto his, her face and just tugged. 
and pulled her face right off. And then it just her face went blank to like a pale blue color. And then he kicked her off and she just fell far. And the rest of them, they got hu hustled and they're like, oh, you want to go, don't you? And they all pulled out spears and battle axes and they started swinging at him. But he kept on dodging because little Melissa was very nimble. So he was able to jump over and roll over their weapons. And they started destroying at their hut. And eventually one swings down and it destroyed like these hover devices that were keeping the house like floating. And it destroyed one of the hover devices. So the shit, so the, uh, House started slowly, like, falling in very weird directions, swerving, and about to just dive. So, it, they were starting to lose their balance, but Melosius, he was very good at keeping balance. So, he ran around. He was literally able, be able to jump onto the wall and spring himself off the wall onto one of the people's heads. And then just take their face and go, whoop. And, and then... They're blue, so they're, the tethers just go away. He tethers their face and then kicks the next person right off out of the house. And then the people are like, oh, you want to go, don't you? And one of them swings his axe. But then there's this other guy who comes from behind. And as Melosius jumps, rolls to the side, the other guy actually just swings his battle axe into the other blue guy. Instantly. Just right into his chest, and he just, the guy just kind of slumped over. And then he was like, I just barely murdered my own guy, and he was just in shock. So Moses was just able to kick him off. And then he also dragged the other guy with the battle axe in his chest. He just kind of dragged him off and threw him off. As the hut was falling. So then he noticed that he would just have to jump off too. And he noticed that there was actually like a parachute device. It said emergency, and he grabbed it, and he put it on, and he jumped off and parachuted. As... The hut fell, swerving and crashing into the ground. And now he knew that he was ditched. Little Timmy ditched him after knowing him for years. See, this was kind of the break in both of them. And he was getting kind of ticked at him. So eventually, he was parachuting, but then he heard a loud tss. And that was the sound of the ship, of the slithering ship. And he looked up and he saw the ship was swerving down. And then, like, this hatch opened, and little Timmy was like, You really thought I was gonna forget you, don't you? I just, uh, was in a rush and kind of stressed out, so I kind of forgot about you. Sorry about that. And Melosius wasn't having it. So when he landed on the hat, on the hat, he landed inside the ship, he just threw a hard punch at him. Like, like, just like a, right that, slamming into his jaw and throwing him because he's a like a skinny and light boy so when he punched him in the jaw he just like kind of like spinned around and fell to the floor and he was like that's what you get for leaving me in this place and you just left me here and i could have died with all these crazy blue people they're gonna kill me and then he was like all right sorry that really hurt all right i'll give you as much money as you want, okay, to just continue being with me, okay, you'll be lost without me, because Melosius was thinking of just leaving and just never coming back, but then Melosius, but then little Timmy was like, trying to convince him, he was like, you don't want to leave me, you understand that, right, without either of us, we can't become the serene overlord, I've learned that, 
In the past, I thought I didn't need you. But now I do know that I need you. We need more people. Just me and you. We need both of us. That one, we can't do it. You understand? Because little Timmy knew that he needed two people. But Melosius was ticked. And he was ready to leave. But little Timmy was being mur begging him to just be like, Please, don't leave. I need you. <sighs> and eventually, Melosius was like, fine. <sighs> so he was like, fine, I'll, I'll stay with you. Gosh, I really hate this. So they fly off with their slithering sh uh, ship. And they just fly off out of the planet. Out of their that weird, like, alive planet. Out into the space. And that's when <clears throat> they came to the next planet. And this planet was a very crazy planet. And little Timmy was thinking of having a little fun. And this is how this story connects to the last episode. They landed on the same... Uh, this is from the second story. From the walk, Tale of the Walking Hare. The second story, not uh, that Walking Hare story. It was the story after that. That was the one about the the cord and like the the cord in the sky, the cord from the sky, which is actually the, the slithering snake ship that they're like flying in right now. So they land into this planet, and they're in. Little Timmy was feeling a little goofy, and he was like, "How about I spice things up and pull out this nice storm device?" <clears throat> and he pressed it. And it made this ravaging storm. This very powerful storm. Throwing many lightning strikes. And you know the deal if you watched last episode. The Tale of the Walking Hare. If you watched that episode. But you can just skip the Tale of the Walking Hare episode. Because that doesn't connect with this episode. The, the, like the video after. Like the story. There's two stories in that episode. So if you listen to the story after that one. Then <clears throat> then you'll under, then it will connect. So basically, they created this like this lightning storm, and they landed their ship. They kind of just let it hover in the in the air, <clears throat> and I, when the storm kind of cleared up, they jumped out, and they landed on this rock. They kind of climbed down out of the trees and landed on this rock. <clears throat> and in the distance, sorry, I have to call right now. And in the distance, they heard loud raging and rioting, and people bust down the fence, and they're like. Whatever this is, it caused some weird, crazy storm crap. And now, we're all just, like, a bunch of people have lost their lives today. And some people started literally lighting real, straight-up Molotovs. Started tossing them at them. But then, the people who did toss them at them, Melosius just jumped out of the crowd. And it was kind of like the, like the, like the straight-up, like, executor for for uh, little Timmy. So he kind of jumps down. And he grabs onto the people's faces that were Molotov man. And just rips them off. One by one. And they all fall over. And they're like. If you want this to happen to you. Then I'd suggest to stop throwing Molotovs at your new leader. And he drops the mash to the floor. And more people start rising around. And they're like. You will listen to us. And you will learn from us. You are now under new management. Then little Timmy literally pulled out a flag. A holographic flag. 
and it tethered itself to the ground very hard. And some people tried to pull it out, but then Milosius just kicked them to the floor and like, try that again, and you'll end up like them. And he held it up one of the faces. <clears throat> and they were like, oh, okay, please. And like, okay, all of you guys can just go back to your normal lives. But we'll need you later. For whatever little Timmy has planned. So then they get in their ship and they leave the planet. <clears throat> that ship was now under their control. That planet was under their control now. And they had many other planets in there under their control. And they also had some goop monsters that they, like I said, like part five, part four of the series. They have goop monsters that like <clears throat> work with them now. From that episode. <clears throat> So the goop monsters kind of like are like the guards, and they kind of walk through that planet now, like every other planet that they've taken over. <clears throat> oh, anyways, this is where I'm gonna end this episode. Um, so I hope you enjoyed. This is showing what will happen later. See you in a little bit. Bye bye.